Hi there, thanks so much for joining me today. Today we're going to be talking about that gift that God put down on the inside of you and how you are to give it away. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you just want to be where we are. You said when we gathered in your name, in fact, that you would be here. You would be in the midst of us. And so we acknowledge your presence. We thank you and praise you for teaching us how to live in your kingdom right here on the earth, how to represent you, how to live well. We just give you all the glory, give you all the glory. We love you and praise you. He's so good. He's so in love with us and he wants us to know stuff. It's so exciting how he isn't a mystery if you're seeking after him. Keep on seeking, keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you, he said. And so as we're seeking and knocking, he's giving us revelation knowledge. And today he wants to talk to us about giving our gift away. So often, he t- he, when he was trying to get me to understand his way of doing, living in his kingdom, when he was trying to get me to quit my job and work for him, he gave me this in James 2. It says, if a brother, verse 15, if a brother or sister is poorly clad and looks for food each day, and one of you says to him, goodbye, keep yourself warm and well-fed, without giving him the necessities of the body, what good does that do? So faith also, if it does not have works, deeds, actions of obedience to back it up, is destitute of power, inoperative, and dead. But someone will say to you then, you say you have faith and you have no good deeds. Now I will show you to your alleged faith apart from good deeds, if you can, and by the works of obedience, you can show me my faith. And so what God was saying is, you know, it's scary. He was telling me to quit my job. And it was scary to think that how I could get by without that income. And he was saying, faith without action is dead. If you're so worried about yourself, then um, you don't have action to your faith. If you say you have faith, yet you're afraid to do the thing that I'm telling you to do, there's no action there. And what he was saying is, my gift would make room for me. Our gift is our provision. And then Ephesians 4.28 says, give, you're supposed to work with your hands and give to those in need of your gift. Work with your hands. And so that, that was what he was saying is the thing that you were gifted to do, someone needs your gift. Your gift is that valuable. And I was just really excited about that. And I didn't really know what all my gifts were, but as he um, just instructed me, as I followed what he was saying to me, I started realizing the gifts that I had and how people did need to know what God gave me to share. And so he's saying that. He's saying, don't be afraid to step out and walk in that gift because your gift, the thing that you were created to do, is not only something you require to give to those in need of your gift, but it's also your provision. Work with your hands so you have to give those who have need. And, you know, um, he's saying that someone has need of the gift he gave you. He once showed me this big puzzle and how there's so many empty pieces because we're afraid. We don't have faith to provide for the other person that if we provided for them, God would provide for us. Not only in physical things like food, but the very thing that we need so that we can be provided for in every area of our life. And one thing we need is a revelation of knowledge from God. And so when we live 
even if we, we live in his kingdom on the earth and reflect his way of living by doing our gift and showing how that gift indeed provides for us, then we're already showing someone to ha- how to have food. And of course, if you have things and someone needs it, God is saying, give what you have. And then Luke 638 says, given, I'll be given unto you, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. So whatever you're giving, you're going to get it back. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Jesus also said in Matthew 6.33, he said, if you seek God's way of doing and being right, then the things you need will be added to you. So isn't that amazing? And yes, I finally quit my job. It took me about a year, but I finally quit my job. And he started showing me how he was going to provide for me. He started providing for me when I started obeying him. So if, we're, if you know, you're struggling and you're trying to figure out what's up and why things aren't working out, it might be that you're not giving your gift away. You might be living in fear and just getting a job to make sure that you have for you and your family. And that's not how God operates. He operates in love. And so he's asking you to give yourself away. Give away that gift that is on the inside of you. He'll show you where to go and give it. And then don't worry about your needs, but have faith that he's going to give back to you. His system's going to work for you. He's going to give back to you. Press down, shaking together, and running over. But we got to just have the faith. I got to have the faith to just quit my job and not worry about how I was going to be provided for. And so that might be in the place you're at. You might not have to quit your job. But, you know, when we have God, when we're listening to him, he's going to show us exactly what to do and when to do it. And we are required, if you read Matthew 25, we are required to give of our talents. They're not for us. Of course, it's for your provision. Your gift will make room for you. But at the same time, somebody needs what you have. And God is calling you to just humble yourself before him and realize that he has a way of doing. You know, when you get born again, when you ask the Spirit to come, God spared him to come live on the inside of you. You're, you're, what you're committing to is living in his kingdom right here on the earth. That's what you're committing to. He's calling you to live in his kingdom his way. And living in his kingdom is a way of giving and love. And so he's going to start instructing you. He's going to get you on that path that leads to the good life. Ephesians 3.20 says he has more for you than you can ask or think. Ephesians 2.10 says he recreates you in Christ Jesus so that when you get born again, that's the first thing that starts happening. He recreates you in his likeness, and he puts you on that path that leads to the good life. And so... That is the message I have today. And if you want to ask him to come live on the inside of you, uh, Revelation 3.20 says that he's already knocking at the door of your heart. And if you invite him in, he's going to come in and dine with you. He's going to hang out with you. He's going to take care of you. And um, he's going to show you his way of doing and being right. And so it's a commitment to a relationship. You know, um, I feel God prompting me to tell you something that he has said to me in the past. And he said, so many of my people think that they're going to move in with me one day. But right here and right now, they don't have time for me. They don't agree with me. They don't know me. But still, they think they want to move in with me one day. And that is such a vital piece of information. That, that, is, that is such a cool way to put it because we do. We think silly like that. How are you going to move in with someone that you don't agree with or you don't know? 
And so when you ask him to come live on the inside of you, he's going to start showing himself to you. You're going to start knowing him. And as you start knowing him, you're going to be walking. You're going to be preparing to um, move in with him when you leave here. You're going to be walking towards more knowledge of him. Your relationship with him is going to get tighter. You're going to know him more and more as you spend time. John 1, 1 tells us he is his word. So when you get to know the word of God, you're getting to know him. When you apply the word of God, when you're a doer of the word, he's going to start showing himself to you. He's going to manifest himself to you. His, his presence is going to be tangible. And so he wants you to know. He wants you to know his way of living. He wants you to live here on the earth, represent him, and use your gift and, gifts and talents that he gave you to give to others. And not worry about your needs, but he's going to take care of your needs. And he's going to give you more than you can ask or think. And the thing that he has for you is more than you could have ever imagined. When he started showing me what he wanted me to do, I thought, wow, that's crazy. And then he started showing me the importance of my gift and how vital it is. And and he makes you feel very important. And we are important to him. We're his children. So good to us. He really is. He's so in love with us. And he's in love with you. And he wants to show himself to you. And then as he shows himself to you, part of you giving to others is showing who he is in you. He has so much for you to do. And the thing is, what he's saying with James is that we're afraid to, and that's why we don't do it. Because, you know, we say we believe, but when God gives, gives us an instruction that seems impossible, um, we're, and we're worried about ourselves, that's not faith, it's fear. So we got to get to that place where we're recreated in his likeness, get to know him so we know that we can trust him, get out on that water and know that he's not going to let you fall in. So, you know, when the disciples are here, they got really close to him. And I just always like to tell this story um, from the Bible, just to have more understanding and clarity of what's happening when you ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you. But they left their jobs and everything, and they just followed after him, and they were doing what they were created to do. They were called to do that. Anyway, they got so close to Jesus, and um, he was telling them he was going to go so that um, the Holy Spirit would come and live on the inside of them. He said, I'm not going to leave you as orphans, but I'm going to be on the inside of you all the time. The Holy Spirit's going to come remind you of the things that I said, tell you things to come, be your counselor, your standby. And he's saying that to us today. Even though we didn't get to walk with him personally on the earth, we get to have this personal relationship with him where he comes and lives on the inside of us. And he is our God. And so if you want that, I want to say that prayer with you. And um, as he told Nicodemus, it's called being born again. And that's when your God's spirit is, comes and lives on the inside of you. And you can see things and know things that you couldn't before, because now you have the true and living God living on the inside of you. How cool is that? So let's say that prayer, Jesus. We thank you and praise you that you want to come and live on the inside of us. And we just invite you. We thank you and praise you that we mean so much to you. We thank you that you're going to show us our gifts, that you're going to grow us up and send us out where you're calling us to be. We thank you that we can't do anything without you, but you're a strengthener and that we can do it because you live on the inside of us. You empower us to do the things we can't do on our own. So we love you, we praise you, we give you all the glory.
just praise you in Jesus' name. Okay, so that is so cool. Now you said that prayer, and he is living on the inside of you, and you might not have felt him, but you will. And I just want to say congratulations, and then don't forget to get to know him. He is his word. And as you get to know the word of God, you're going to get to know him. And you want to get on your knees and talk to him and and just start obeying him. And just, you know, um, Jesus said in John 10, my sheep know my voice, John 10, 27, 28. And they follow me and they have eternal life. And so that's what it's about. You hear him and you follow him. You don't live like you lived before. You didn't just get a ticket to heaven. Remember, God said many people think they're just going to move in with me, but they don't have time for me or they don't know me or want anything to do with me here and now. And, you know, we really just sometimes get into this religious thing, and he's he's not a religious thing. He's not something you, you don't go just go to church and warm the bench, but you go to church and you learn, and then you get to know him, and then you go do what he's calling you to do. He's so in love with you. It's so cool that, you know, he just empowers us to do all we're called to do. So all you can do is lean on him, trust him, rely on him. Thanks so much for listening today. God bless you.